0: If we burn ourselves, we cannot heal that burn if we are still on the flame, right? That would be silly to put salve on a burn and then put our hand right back on that stove. The same is true for healing our bodies. If you've changed the way you eat and are moving your body daily, but still lacking that energy and in constant pain, and you can't lose the weight, then maybe it's time to remove your hand from the fire. If this is something you need help with, go to transformingwomenshealth.com and click on Vitality Accelerator. We are helping women boost their body's natural detox, accelerate fat loss with ease, and reverse aging naturally. Why are we offering this? Well, number one, community. We are 95% more likely to achieve our health goals when we are surrounded by like-minded women. Genes are not our destiny. We know through these steps we can prevent and reverse chronic disease. No more guesswork and no more gimmicks. We know working with an expert coach gets us results faster with simple lifestyle changes. And lastly, the new normal. This last year has taught us how important our health is. Now is the time to revitalize. Check us out at TransformingWomensHealth.com and click on Vitality Accelerator. And good morning, everyone. It's Amy Carlson, The Toxin Terminator, coming to you live with a solo episode today. And I am in Des Moines, Iowa, getting ready to fly down to the biohacking conference in Orlando, Florida. So I think Naomi and I will do uh, several lives with you all while we're down there and this episode will probably air after we get back so I don't know why I'm telling you that but I thought what a perfect opportunity to come to you guys live and talk with you about how I start my days and how I end my days there used to be a time where I had no routine in the morning or the evenings and My days were very hectic and my evenings were just as disruptive, and I did not get good quality sleep. Now, listen, I have uh, gotten into biohacking in a big way, which simply means I'm doing things to really enhance my physical health. That's all it is, just something that makes it a little simpler. And if you're watching this on a video, for instance, on YouTube, and seeing the clip, you'll see that I'm pointing to my aura ring which is a device that helps me track my sleep. And I love this because I'm not only able to see how many hours I'm sleeping, but I see what kind of quality sleep I get. And it reports to my phone. So what I can tell you is that I'm getting better than two hours of uh, deep sleep every night, sometimes closer to three hours. I am getting um, well well above two and a half, three hours, sometimes more of REM sleep every night. So that's that deep restorative of uh, this sleep that we need. And I'm always better than eight hours of sleep every night. Now, how am I doing that? Well, it starts in the morning. Did you know that? It's not just having a nightly routine. It's always it's also having that morning routine. And like I said, life didn't always used to be like this, Um, but I've learned over time some of the things that actually work for me and help me book in my day. So I make sure I have that good start and I make sure I have that good finish and what are the things that I do to really optimize how I'm sleeping. So let's talk about the wake up, shall we? When I wake up in the morning, I, first of all, there are no electronics in my bedroom. And we'll talk about this more when we go to the sleep side of it. So I start my day by brewing. And I do have my coffee, guys. <laughs> I drink uh, my one cup of coffee in the morning. I put my collagen in there. So I, I take my time. I brew that through a French press. So while the water is boiling, I have my mineral water. That's first thing. I'm flushing all the work that uh, the night has done. The lymphatic system is working all through the night, flushing through all those fluids in the brain. And I need to get those toxins out. So have that water. First thing, if you don't have minerals, super easy to do. Add some pink Himalayan uh, salt in there, add some Celtic sea salt, uh, sea salt, add just a, a like. a a pinch of it uh, into your water and drink that first thing in the morning. Like I said, you can add some lemon in there. I add lemon essential oil. Um, I love that. And that just helps my body detoxify. Then I have my cup of coffee. and What I do with my cup of coffee is I love to take it out So normally I'm up between 6 and 6.30 a.m. So I'm coming with the sunrise. I get outside and what I do first thing is I journal. So I get my daily devotional book out and I read whatever the day is. It always has a scripture to it. I I love reading um, from the Bible and God's word. So I'll go read that chapter out of the Bible and then I take time to journal. So I'll just grab, uh, this is not the journal I'm using, but a journal very similar to this. And every day I write out just My thoughts about what I just read that day. How does that apply to my daily life? Uh, What lessons can I learn from what I just read? And it takes me about 15 minutes to go through that process. And I'll spend some quiet time in meditation, some deep breathing. I love to do this for my breathing techniques is breathe in for the count of four, hold it for the count of seven and then blow out for the count of eight. This really activates the sympathetic nervous system, um, really gets us in a calm and relaxed state. So I do that and I'll do it three to five times, so. So we wanna go in through the nose and out through the mouth and make noise with it, right? Try doing that three to five times. It just really gets those deep breaths going. And with everything that's going on in the world right now, having that breathing exercise daily really helps the lungs. Key there for you, right? So 15, 20 minutes I'm spent doing that. I haven't touched my cell phone. I haven't touched a computer. I'm just taking that time to actively engage in my day. I can take this time anywhere from 15 minutes to 30 minutes. Then after I do all of that, I'm going to start getting ready for the day. I like to get in the shower immediately after that. Get yourself cleaned up, ready for the day so you're engaged and doing whatever activities you have on. Does that mean you're working here at home like I do or you're out exercising Exercise first thing in the morning is also super good. And in Arizona, I have uh, Monday through Friday, I've got exercises at either 9 a.m. or 10 a.m. Maybe you've got a job outside the home. So give yourself that extra 15 minutes to wake up in the morning and see if that makes a difference for you in Are you more relaxed about your day? Are you a little less harried, a little more focused, and really help that day go through? Now, I follow uh, intermittent fasting for a 16-hour fasting window and an eight-hour window, so I don't eat until lunch. So I'm just going to recap. I think I've got it all. I get up. I have my water, first thing, room temperature. First thing in the morning, brewing my coffee, have that cup of coffee. When that's done brewing, I go outside. I sit in the morning sunshine, letting that in bare feet, getting the feet on the ground Uh, for 15 minutes, doing my devotional, my meditation, my prayer, my journaling. I also um, am taking a few moments to do some breath work and really get ourselves relaxed and ready to go about the day. Then I'm getting myself ready. Now, Monday through Friday, I'm exercising every day. So I do that first. And then I'm showering up and getting myself ready. That's my morning routine. And that really sets my day up to be in the best mind frame I possibly can be. Now, and remember, I do intermittent fasting. So I don't do breakfast. Um, But maybe that doesn't work for you. And maybe you're going to have some nourishment before you do. And I do eat a little bit after I get done exercising to get some protein in my body. And that's usually about 11 o'clock. And that's when my window starts for my eating for the day. All right. How do I end my day? Because remember, I said, when we want good sleep at the end of the day, we've got to start with a good morning routine as well. This really helps set our mindset. We have that routine. We need to wake up at the same time every morning and go to bed at the same time every night. When we're all over the board, our body has no idea what's going on. So 6 a.m., is what time I wake up in the morning and I'm in bed at 9 p.m. every night. So I know some of you young moms out there might go, How can I possibly do that? Adjust it to whatever your schedule is. It is at 10 p.m. But there are studies out there that show that for every hour before midnight that you're getting to sleep, it is equal to two hours of restorative sleep. So all that time I'm getting to sleep before midnight is even better. Now I am in bed at 9pm. But what I do, and before I even get into bed, let me let me back this up. So I'm about 40 minutes, sometimes a little bit longer. This is my wind down period, I have no electronics on my room is pitch black dark. I mean, I, I don't want to see a hand in front of me. Well, it'll get that way. And I'll talk to you about that in a moment. I've turned down the, the temperature optimally between 60 and 64 degrees. We sleep so much better in a cooler temperature. If you're not used to that, slowly increment it down. So I, I turn that temperature down. We shut all the blinds. We get this dark. We have no electronics. No TV, no laptops, no iPads, no phones going for this time and or in the bedroom. If you have to have your cell phone as your alarm clock, put it in your bathroom, have it a good 15 to 20 feet away from you. I really highly recommend that. Okay, so I've set the stage. Now, I use essential oils at night. I love them. I do uh, three different oils that are really work well for me. So on my feet, I roll on, breathe again. So it's a a combination of some different eucalyptus oils and I put that on my feet. Um, It just helps keep me breathing good throughout the night. And then in the diffuser, I have Roman chamomile and lavender. So very relaxing and helps put me to sleep. Toxins are the number one contributor to disease and inflammation in the body, but where are they? It's confusing, overwhelming, and downright exhausting. Grab my free ebook at bit.ly TWH Blacklist, where I'm going to walk you through the kitchen, the laundry room, the bathroom, and the bedroom, giving you exactly what to avoid. Um, so I, I put the diffuser on and that usually runs, I have a little diffuser in my bedroom that's going to run for about five to six hours. So it does turn itself off at night, but just really helps relax me. Then I have an alarm clock. It is a circadian rhythm, uh, clock, and it is battery operated. And what it does is I have a setting on it. So I push a button and so for 50 minutes, it is going from bright sunlight and it's taking itself down to darkness. I love it. So, my body, through the cold, through the darkness, and through the light coming down, is automatically developing melatonin. It's automatically telling myself to shut down. It's time to go to bed. And it is fantastic. And I have it set for crickets. So in Arizona, we really don't have crickets. And in Iowa, we do. And it so just reminds me of sitting outside at the campfire at the end of the day. And I just love that sound. You can use whatever um, if you need background noise, if you don't want background noise. But this is going for 50 minutes. And it just that light just keeps dimming, dimming, dimming. Um, I do, it does the same thing in the morning that light turns on and I think it's set for about 20 minutes. So the light will just keep increasing and increasing to wake me up. And then I have wind chimes that go to wake me up. So I don't have that blaring alarm sound, um, to get us into that anxious state in the morning. Okay. So the alarm clock is set and it's doing its thing. And then I read. So it might be just a novel. um, And most times it is. At the end of the day, I just want my brain to not have to focus in on anything. And I read a good novel. I love a good murder mystery. (laughs) Who else is with me on that one? And I just take about 30 minutes to do some reading and really wind my brain down. Now, if I've had a full day, I've been at a conference, um, I've just got a lot of things going on. I might take a little bit time to journal and get those thoughts out of my head and on to paper. So I recommend highly that you keep a notebook beside your bed because if one of the things that is causing you not to fall asleep is your brain's not shutting down, that was a huge benefit for me is to just keep that notebook by the bed. And then that way, when I have those thoughts racing through my head, I could just sit up really quickly, jot them down, and that way it's out. And I know I'm not going to forget and I have it first thing in the morning so that I can attend to whatever it was that's causing me not to sleep. Um, Many times, that's what it was for me, I could be exhausted. And then as soon as my head hits that pillow, it's like, Oh, wait a minute, did I do this? Do I remember this? Do I have this, you know, lined up? You know how that goes. I'm sure I'm not the only one with that. Um, All right. So in a day, to recap this, is I am going to make sure there are no electronics in the bedroom, no TV, no cell phones, no computers, no laptops, and none of that. I'm going to make sure it's dark. I've got the blinds closed, um, and I have nothing turned on other than my circadian light. I've turned the temperatures down. So 60 to 64 is optimal, and I work my way down on that. Now, I have to compromise Uh, When we talk about temperatures, my husband doesn't like it quite so cold. So we're generally about 66 to 68 degrees, somewhere in in that. Um, But we do really well uh, for the two of us. So again, you know, if you're not alone, we (laughs) have to make sure that everybody else is happy with that too. Uh, Temperatures cool down. I unwind. I put the breathe again, uh, which is all those wonderful eucalyptuses on the soles of my feet, keeping my airwaves open. And I put in my diffuser, lavender and Roman chamomile, really get everything shutting down at the end of the day. Now, again, if I'm having difficulty shutting down, I've got that journal and that notebook next to my bed so I can get up and I can write down those things that are stirring in my mind. Another tip I can share with you guys as well if you really struggle with that, is use cedarwood. Cedarwood essential oil really helps shut the brain down, put it on your big toe. The big toe is your brain center. So if you're having trouble shutting the brain down, try putting a drop of that, rubbing it on your big toe and see if that helps you out. Another thing, because the dark is helping our body to know "Mm, time to develop the melatonin, the cold helping the body develop its natural melatonin. If we struggle with that, frankincense is a fantastic oil to put in the diffuser or even just rub on your chest, really helps develop the body's natural melatonin through using the oil of of frankincense. So another great one to use. So, diffuser is going. I've set my circadian clock. So, I'm starting with the bright sunlight, working its way down. That runs for 50 minutes. And I read for about 30 minutes of that each and every night. Again, I don't want to engage my brain at the end of the day. So, my reading at the end of the day is not a report, it's not something for me to learn. It's usually a novel. And I love a good murder mystery. So uh, that's what I will read for about 30 minutes at the end of the day. And by that time, my alarm clock is dimming down anyway. And I can just close my eyes and just gently drift off to sleep. Again, I use my aura ring. So it's really giving me those stats. I showed you, you know, to pull up these stats. Of course, you've got to be watching this on YouTube, right? For instance, um, last night, I was sleeping uh, yesterday. Here we go. So last night, I got eight hours. And let me go my glasses on and I'll help you understand what this is doing. Eight hours and 52 minutes is how much total sleep I got. My efficiency was 94%. My restfulness was good. REM sleep, I only had one hour and 46 minutes of REM sleep. So that was 20%. They consider that okay. I like to see well over two hours of REM sleep. And if I click on that, it says it should be between five to 50% of your total sleep time. On average, an optimal healthy adult starts at one and a half hours, but slightly decreases with age. Now I'm 56. So I can understand why that decreases. But again, I like to have it better than two. Those routines, both morning and night, are helping me do that. Uh, Deep sleep, I got, last night was an hour and a half. Um, Deep sleep is the most restorative and rejuvenating sleep stage. It includes all your sleep, even the naps. So deep sleep makes up anywhere from zero to 35% of your total sleep and on average, Adults get fifteen to twenty percent, one to one and a half hours of deep sleep. The percentage usually decreases with age, so that's kind of interesting to learn. Um, so that gives you an idea, and this is called the aura ring. All right, so it's, it's it has these little, um, uh, what do I want to call? Uh, Post, uh, you know, uh, inside of it that's detecting uh, biometrics that are being sent out by the body. Um, it also tracks your activity. So we know what your activity level is, your readiness scores. It tracks your heart rate. Ooh, this is a good one to go through as sleep. I can scroll down. It'll show my heart rate throughout the night. So on average, I'm at 50 beats per minute throughout the night. So I've got a good resting heart rate. I love that. Um, It also gives your heart rate variability um, of 51 MS and max was 93. That's a number I'm continuing to work on because we want that better than where where it is. Um, so this is a, a device I like to use because this also doesn't interfere with my body's energy. So I know Fitbits can do the same thing. There's a lot of different tracking um apps on there. I encourage you to check those out. Aura, and I'll link all about the Aura uh ring inside this episode for you. So if you want to check that out, you can. Um, but it's amazing to me that we can find out how good our body responds to different things that we're doing and different methodologies that we're using. Um, I might switch up essential oils and find out, Hmm. I didn't sleep so good. One other thing that I will do at the end of the day, too, I forgot to mention this before, is I will take magnesium. Um, mine is a liquid. I add it to a drink. And so I'm taking just a few sips of it as I'm reading to get that magnesium in. And I'm finding I get into that deep sleep immediately when I go to sleep and I and attribute that to taking the magnesium um, because I wasn't doing that before. I was kind of staggering down into it and taking a while to get into that deep sleep. But since I started doing that about a month ago, I'm really getting into that deep sleep and my deep sleep is longer when I take that magnesium. Also, when I was talking to Barton Scott, he's with upgraded formulas. That's where I get my magnesium from. He was telling me that magnesium can actually trigger really good, dreams uh, and and that we remember our dreams. And I said, that is so weird that you say that because since I started taking magnesium, I have had the most vivid, intense dreams almost every single night. And I would go years without remembering (laughs) dreams. So that's another tip to tell you. So nighttime, let's recap, shall we? I know I recapped er earlier, but I'm going to recap again. So nighttime, I am no electronics in the bedroom, completely dark. Turning the air down 60 to 64 degrees. We are using some essential oils to help us. I'm doing a little bit of reading, light reading. It's a novel so that my brain is not working. Keeping a notebook by the bed. If I need to jot things down, I can get it out of my head. Really helping me get that good, good sleep at night. Taking magnesium at the end of the day. I also take my probiotic at the end of the day too. It works better. Now, in the morning, And I go to sleep at the same time, 9 p.m. That gives me that 50-minute window to really shut down and get to sleep. I'm up at 6 a.m. every morning. Sometimes I'll sleep till 6.30, but mostly I'm at 6 a.m. I get up. I have my water first thing in the morning. I bre- While I'm brewing my uh, French press coffee, one cup is what I have. I take that outside, get my feet on the ground, get that good energy from the ground, get that good sunlight from the, the sun coming up, get that sun uh, soaking in those vitamin Ds. And I'm doing my daily devotional. I'm doing my prayer time. I'm doing my journaling. I take about 15 minutes or so outside, really getting some good energy time in. Then I'm going to go exercise, get back in, get dressed and showered up and cleaned up for the day and and get it running. So how does your morning routine work? You know, what does that look like for you? Everybody's different, but I encourage you to establish some sort of morning routine, even if it means you got to get up five minutes early, get something started and work yourself into a little bit more time. This is your time so that you can be that good mom, that good wife, that good, you know, uh, employee, that good boss. Uh, If we set that intention for the day and we really have that time for ourselves in the morning, we're so much better and calm and relaxed and that morning routine helps set that evening routine. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed. And this is the day in the life of the Toxin Terminator, how I get started and how I end my day. You guys have a blessed day and we'll see you again next week. That's all for this episode of the Toxin Terminator. And we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health.